This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. What is it that the child has to teach? The child believes the world should be perfect and is outraged to discover it is not. And the child is right. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. In his beautiful anthology, The Wisdom to Heal the Earth, Rabbi Svi Freeman writes this gorgeous meditation. Listen to this. What is it that the child has to teach? The child naively believes that everything should be fair, and everyone should be honest, and that only good should prevail, and that everyone should have what they want, and there should be no pain or sadness. The child believes the world should be perfect and is outraged to discover it is not. And the child is right. Rabbi Noah Weinberg of Blessed Memory used to say that we don't grow up, we give up. Idealism and maturity seem oxymoronic to many of us. That jaded acceptance that, well, that's just the way it is, the way it's going to always be, is that mindset that holds us back and it confines us. Becoming rigid and even passively accepting of that which is fundamentally flawed in this world doesn't mean we're more mature. It means we're more enslaved. I recently read a story of the great escape artist Harry Houdini. Let me read it to you. A small town in Britain invited Houdini to accept a challenge to escape from their jail. This jail cell was the pride of their police force. It was a brand new cell constructed with the most recent technology available, and Houdini accepted the invitation and was locked up. So after the room was cleared, Houdini took off his jacket and got to work. Hidden in his belt was a flat 10-inch metal tool Houdini had designed just to pick locks. He began to work on the lock. But soon, he began to realize there was something different about this lock that he had not seen before. For 30 minutes, he worked and worked, and he got nowhere. He tried everything he could think of to open the lock with no luck. And his confidence began to fade, and his thoughts shifted to the possibility of defeat. Time continued to pass. He continued to struggle against the lock. Covered in sweat and passing the point of exhaustion, he collapsed against the door. And to his surprise, the door gently swung open, revealing that it had never been locked in the first place. How many of us lived locked in the prisons of our perceived helplessness? Again, Svi Freeman writes that we are all prisoners, but we sit on the keys. The brilliant American writer Anne Lamott recently posted something about her upcoming birthday, and in her article she shared something that I had no idea was true. Here's what she wrote. You can trap bees on the bottom of mason jars with a bit of honey and without a lid because bees don't look up. They just walk around bitterly, bumping into the glass walls. 
For many of us, our children are the very impetus for freeing up our potential. They're what we might call naive version of what the world should be or could be, helps us stay in our imaginations and our desire to see the world improve, even if it's only for them. Our children's needs and yearnings can be the birthplace of our activism, our impetus to improve a world that can easily marginalize those who are weaker, a person with a disability. So many women I know have created organizations and foundations, have volunteered their time, their expertise to matters that directly affect their children's needs and even simply of their passions and talents. You know, the mother of a differently abled boy will lobby for change. She'll put the full weight of her love and her dreams towards taking action. And the love she feels dissolves any self-doubt or perceived limitations because her child's needs can turn her into a warrior and an idealist of the sort she never believed possible, or at least not since she was a child. And then they grow up. And they stop needing us the way they once did. And for this reason, many women find that the stage of their kids leaving the nest is the most painful one. Their self-perception can be limited to their identity as mothers. But what our children teach us is that we have a deep well of activism and idealism that can be directed towards any cause. And that well can water the needs not only of our own children, but of the world at large. Another lesson from our children is to see what we are capable of. This week, can we examine our willingness to use that activism we discovered we're capable beyond the boundaries of our own inner circle? Can we remind ourselves that our inner child is not calcified and jaded, but simply waiting to be reactivated, and that every child can be our own child if we decide it to be so, and that the broader community is also our family. It seems a shame to put that power in a prison, to lock it away and save it only for those nearest to us. You know, Einstein once said, and I quote, a human being is part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself his thoughts and feelings as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection only for a few people nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. Let's push open that door. You know, it was never truly locked anyway. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org.
You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.